0: yo welcome to simply bitcoin live your number one source for the peaceful bitcoin revolution with the color breaking news culture memetic warfare we will be your guide through the separation of money and state and that's exactly what we are living through nowadays anyways um media mainstream media i wouldn't call the mainstream media anymore i would call them the legacy media the legacy corporate media caught lying in 4k about el salvador and unfortunately not only did but Bukele bring the receipts simply Bitcoin has been covering this for months now, we brought the receipts as well. And it's interesting because this is, this is an example of what the internet has done, like the, 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 the capabilities that the internet, the internet has given the individual. It's given the individual the ability to circumvent the gatekeepers of information and also the gatekeepers of money. It's disintermediated the sources of information it's allowed people to communicate directly to each other so if the mainstream media says something about El Salvador or they try to spin up a narrative Um, before that was the only source of information I, I saw this very famous the very very popular tweet by Jack Posobiec by Jack Posobiec and I completely agree with him And it basically says um, if social media existed in 2003 we would have never have gone to war with Iraq and I fundamentally agree with that right The internet has allowed and given the ability to millions upon millions of individuals to communicate Directly peer-to-peer one, you know together with each other and that severely diminishes the ability for The old guard to put it gently to put it nicely to control the narrative, which is why they're so hell-bent on you know misinformation fact checkers you know even though we know it's like who's fact checking the fact checking who's fact checking the fact checkers right and we all know right in um, the Biden administration tried to release the Ministry of Truth which would have been the American version of Pravda and for anyone who doesn't know Pravda was the official state newspaper of the USSR of the Soviet Union and Pravda in Russian means truth right. Interesting interesting. It's like history doesn't repeat itself, but it's often it often rhymes But the internet is just throwing a wrench in there now if the internet started the fire of freedom gasoline a uh, uh, Bitcoin put uh, Just gasoline on the fucking fire because <laughs> it's just blowing up and you know the these people um, I call them monetary demons. Marty Bent calls them, you know, the unproductive class. Uh, Opti calls them the, uh, the high-level parasites, whichever which way you, you want to describe them. If they don't have this monopoly on information, and they don't have this monopoly on, uh, on the truth, and we're going to get to that, it's very hard for them to convince people of their worldviews. Right, Which is why they're so hell-bent on using that word over and over again. Misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. They've been used to controlling the truth for a while now. And they've been used to controlling the money for a while now. And they thought they built this protective moat that was never going to go away. But in fact, what they built for themselves is a golden cage. And Bitcoiners stepped out of the golden cage and said, Hey, you know, and this is an Andreas Antonopoulos lecture, uh, uh, lecture reference. We stepped out of the golden cage and we realized like, hey, it's, it's really nice out here. And they're stuck in there. And they're like, what? They're like, no, you guys can't go out there. You know, but it sucks for them. They, they, you know, they buried, they they created the cage of which they trapped themselves in in the first place. Absolutely exciting times, fascinating times, privileged times to, to live through all this. We know it's tumultuous. This is a fourth turning after all but hey you know what if you bought bitcoin earn bitcoin mine bitcoin and you're putting that bitcoin into cold storage this is grade a entertainment i don't know about you guys but i'm having a blast watching all this stuff happening anyway so we're gonna get to all that um mainstream media caught lying about niambu kelly so we're gonna cover that we also have a clip for uh for you guys from uh our favorite, um, our favorite Contillionaire Conference in Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum. We have a, we have a clip of that We're gonna play that. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, so it's gonna be a great show. But I wanna bring up. My awesome co-host, always optimistic. How you doing, Opti? I'm so excited for today's episode. I'm freaking pumped, bro. I'm
1: pumped. I can tell. I can tell. This is going to be a good one. (laughs) I was, uh, you guys couldn't see me, but I was having a good time behind the scenes just laughing at Nico's intro. Uh, More laughing with him, just because I know when Nico gets animated, it's just like, again, I say it all the time, when we get a five-minute intro, you already know it's going to be a good show, so... (laughs) this one's gonna be this one's gonna be epic and also i mean it's very fitting i think i reference it all the time about uh naib bukele's article we'll we'll probably get it into it once after the after the news of uh don't drink the elites kool-aid and i hate using the word elites at this point because uh you know the unproductive class are not the elites but hey we'll talk about that later and then on the on the culture, um, I guess I'm kind of going in on my own tirade to counter all the legacy media fud and all their narratives and today uh is is one of my i, I literally it, it it makes me feel weird when they call us bitcoiners uh simply speculating on Bitcoin. Well, I got an awesome article by Bitstein. Everything is speculation. We're gonna get a little economics lessons today, Nico.
2: ooh. Opti Economics Saint Opti.
0: Oh man, I'm pumped. Anyways, guys, it's gonna be a great show. Let's check out the numbers.
2: Opti, it's not working. Click the numbers on your side.
1: Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think we got the I don't think we got the intro today because uh
0: No, it seems like uh restreams have it. Wow, restreams
1: issues. wrecked Anyways, it's
0: all good. We'll do it manually. Guys, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh man, we can't even pull we can't even oh, there it is there it is. All right, guys, let me tell you about Noddle. You should be running your own Bitcoin node. If not, you're trusting someone else's. Don't trust someone else's node. Don't trust someone else's copy of the blockchain. Trust your own copy of the blockchain. And you can only do that if, your own, if you run your own Bitcoin software. And you do that either by running it on your own computer. I don't suggest you do that, right? Because you want your node to be you know, always on, always connected to the internet. So you you do, what well, we suggest having a dedicated de- device. You could do it in two ways. You could build it yourself, right? You could build a Noddle. You could build a, a node yourself, or you can buy one pre-made. Obviously, we recommend the Noddle. It's, it's absolutely awesome. Very well bu- built. It's made of metal. Also has little contingencies built in. So you guys, you definitely want to go check it out. Check out Noddle.it today. Be your own bank. Run your own Bitcoin node today. Anyways, everybody... Let's check out the numbers. A little bit of a curveball starting the show, Opti. It's interesting. It's interesting. I wonder if we'll be able to play the video. Oh, man, that kind of bums me out. So anyways, the Bitcoin price. Opti, why don't you do the numbers while I figure this out in the back?
1: All right, guys. Well, look at the price. Current Bitcoin price per Bitcoin is $22,910, $915 per Bitcoin. We are currently at Moscow time Aka sats per dollar of four thousand three hundred and sixty-four sats per dollar. We can still get thousands of sats per dollars, guys. We are uh, we're still early. The we are this is my favorite number. Always an all-time high. Every time we start the show, we're at block height of seven hundred seventy-three thousand four hundred and eleven, and the current reachable Bitcoin nodes, publicly reachable Bitcoin nodes, fourteen thousand one hundred and six, and. We are 66,589 blocks till the halving. It's getting closer, guys. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. And the estimate date for that is April 25th, 2024. So what's that? I don't know. 18 months, roughly? 13? Something like that? 16? 14? Maths is hard. Can't remember. Anyways, the lightning total capacity is currently at 5,231.95 Bitcoin, which means that the fiat value is at 119.9 million. And as Nico says... Bitcoin taking all other currencies to school with a realized monetary inflation of 1.76%. And the current market cap of Bitcoin is $441.5 billion. It is going up, guys. We're holding strong. We're holding strong. Who knows if this is a bear trap or not. But hey, the market cap is above $300 billion again. <laughs> Feels good. Feels good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So let's check out uh, this clip from the World Economic Forum, the Contillionaire Conference in Davos, which they hold every year. Of course, everyone knows the, the leader of this conference, right? The, the, the infamous Klaus Schwab, you know, you will eat the bugs. And what's really interesting, right, is that we, the, the Brad Garlinghouse, the CEO and founder of Ripple, was there and he was part of the panel. Which is very interesting, right, in this, you know, in this conference that is obviously against freedom. It's obviously against private property rights. You have a shitcoin founder, one of the most successful ones, which is Brad Garlinghouse, CEO and founder of Ripple, part of the panel. And then this kind of goes back to the theory of the case. Because shitcoins are inherently centralized, they need the protection of the state. They need the protect. excuse me, they need the protection of of these powerful institutions without them they can't survive because they're inherently centralized there there's a metaphorical uh I I, I don't want to say that on YouTube but there's there's a central entity that you can capture there's a central entity that you can put in prison right so and that's in stark contrast with Bitcoin, which is why you don't see any Bitcoiners at the World Economic Forum. You see Ethereum developers. You have Ayami Agushi who is part of the Ethereum Foundation board, the three people. She's one of them. And she's part of the World Economic Forum as well, right? It's inherently statist, right? And it's in, it's inherently statist because it just takes common, th- common sense. It's game theory, right? if you're inherently centralized and you're vulnerable to government coercion government capture what are you going to do the inevitable step is to ally with the government right ally with the state so that they don't shut you down and then in the process you hope to create a regulatory moat. and i think that's what this video uh, really speaks of so anyways i'm going to play it and then we'll talk about it
3: i think it's important that we are regulated for sure The the point that i was making is i think the activity is what typically has been regulated. Regulating technologies is a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Understanding how a technology is being used to touch a business, to touch a consumer, to touch fill in blank, we should absolutely have laws around that, and we should protect consumers. I, I'm actually intrigued by your thought around kind of the self-policing uh, mechanisms. And I, you know, as you said it, I was thinking about you know how, how could we do a better job of that. You know, and frankly, one of the things that came to my mind is I think you know the, several people in the hedge fund industry had reported Madoff time and time again to the SEC, and for whatever reason, they didn't investigate. I, I do think you know we do work with law enforcement at Ripple, and we do file suspicious activity reports. And you know, again, we're only working with regulated endpoints, uh, so we're somewhat unique. And I will say I agree with you that the origins of crypto were absolutely anti-government, anti-bank. Yep. You know. The the origins of these technologies and how these technologies can be used can be very, very different. And as time goes by, I think we spend less time talking about Mt. Gox and Silk Road and more time talking about here are real enterprise scaled use cases where it's not an experiment. You're talking about billions and billions of dollars going through Ripple's technology platform. Can I I add
0: so again, like you, you see him, right. And, 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 and again, like if you see it on the surface, you're like, no, Nico, like there's nothing that really that what he's saying is bad and is whatever. But what he's saying is like, yeah, we do need to regulate these certain things, right. Because they're not bad. And Ripple is going to, you know, take care of this inherent enterprise software. Like, look, I'll tell you something, guys, a blockchain is a very inefficient dat- database. It's terrible. It's terrible, like it's good for one thing, Bitcoin, right? You want a decentralized public ledger. That's what it's good for. Everything else, it's dog shit. They're trying to take your money. That's what it's for. So he needs to go to Davos and he needs to say, yes, we need to regulate the industry, but he's not saying it for consumer protection. He's saying it with the intention of, hey, we need to build a regulatory moat because we know in the free market, you know one to one fair competition they will never be able to match bitcoin's incentives right so that's the problem he's hoping to go there and convince these government regulators say hey you know what we're okay bitcoin isn't kosher because hey you can't regulate bitcoin but then you can but you can regulate ripple now here's the thing if you could regulate bitcoin it would defeat the purpose of bitcoin right that's the whole thing right and again you know there's trade offs to this the, the, the benefits are that if you live in a totalitarian country, right, or you live in a country with high inflation, or you live in a country with capital, with capital controls, or you live in a country that has been cut off from the global financial system due to U.S. sanction policy, right, Bit- the fact that Bitcoin works the way it works is actually extremely beneficial to you. And a lot of people will say, no, that's a danger to society. I would I would beg to differ because an exam because El Salvador is a main example of what a society could look like. And look, I don't think it's a coincidence that El Salvador has been flourishing while, you know, the rest of the, you know, the rest of like countries like Argentina that are not on a Bitcoin standard You know continue to suffer from extremely high levels of inflation i don't think that's a coincidence and i think as time progresses more countries that adopt a bitcoin standard will get extremely similar results i think and and look because i could say this on a personal level as soon as i adopted a bitcoin standard i started thinking with that deflationary mindset i changed my operating system from a fiat operating system to a bitcoin operating system all of a sudden i started having hope for a future Right? I know the same is with, with Opti. I know the same is with most people that have migrated to a Bitcoin standard. Now, imagine an entire country doing that migration. I don't think it's a coincidence that that country is getting similar results, right? So, dude, absolutely hysterical that Brad Garlinghouse is literally on a panel <laughs> at the World Economic Forum talking about regulation and these are the same people that are advocating for you'll owe nothing and be happy. Like, it's, it's absolutely hysterical, you know. Um, anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? Is, is this as funny to you as it
1: is to me? Dude, hilarious. So I mean the CEO of Ripple at Davos, just like big lull. Like and then and, and then what you said, you know, what what do you say? We need regulation, like another big lull. And first off, like who the F is we? Uh obviously the Ripple CEO wants regulation because, as you said, and this I'm glad you said this because this is what I was gonna say the same thing. It's like, of course, he wants regulation because his business needs that regulatory moat so that they can try to crawl along and continue to scam people. People Like, government regulation will simply stop innovation. It will ensure that this, uh, you know, the, the monopoly of these shit coins are, you know, perpetuated into the future. And just let's remember... You know, let's just remember some of the stuff that we covered last year about the fact that uh, Greenpeace has been funded by Ripple to continuously FUD proof of work. Like, these are the same people, like Nico says, that want us to own nothing and be happy. And now you're going to, you know, listen to them about regulating Bitcoin and shitcoins. coins. Like, guys... It- this is absolutely ridiculous. The the hubris of the shit corners, the fact that he's in a suit up there, you know, with with other suited people talking about like from his mighty horse, like, oh, you know, we need to regulate Bitcoin for the safety of the of the consumer. And it's like, dude, it, it's absolutely atrocious and ridiculous that these people can go on TV, go into their, their meetings and, and these conventions and with a straight face tell us that they are here for your protection. Like, it's it's fucking disgusting. Like, I don't it's, know how else to put it.
0: It's cheap moral virtue, man. And these are the same people that are telling you, you know, not to use gas vehicles while they're taking their private jets you know, to Davos to meet at this Contillionaire Conference 2023. You know, it's, it's absolute moral virtue. It's, it's hypocrisy. But I don't think they care. I think what they're trying to let you know is that this is a hierarchy. We are here. We play by different rules. And all you peasants play by different rules. And you know what? Bitcoin throws a wrench in their plans. And that's exactly why they hate it. Anyways, Opti, let's get to the news. The Daily News. Brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device, sign transactions, and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self custody of your Bitcoin.
2: All right, everybody. Through the through restream through a little bit of a wrench wrench in our plans today. We we have to play the videos manually, but it's all good. The show
0: goes on, anyways, everybody. So uh, a trip down memory lane. Um, We've been covering this quite diligently, I might add, um, all of the legacy corporate media's attacks on not only Bitcoin, but also Salvador. And like, why, let's talk a little bit about why that is, right? Because if the El Salvador Bitcoin experiment is successful, it will prove that there is a viable alternative to the current system. Right. The current system, the way it works is that if a country finds itself in financial problems, they ask for a bailout from the IMF that and IMF uses SDRs of which they print. Right. And with that bailout comes a bunch of 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 conditions. Right. The the one that we covered for Argentina, one of those conditions was, hey. We'll give you this bailout. But you have to de-incentivize the adoption of Bitcoin and shitcoins in your country, right? So as much as the IMF, the United Nations, claim that they are for the people, they they want equality, equity, inclusivity for all, what I believe they're really after is power and control. Um, And it's become very apparent as time goes by. And remember, a lot of these legacy corporate media Establishments are mouthpieces for these organizations, right? That includes the New York Times. That includes the Financial Times, or I love Opti's nickname for the Financial Times, the Fiat Times. Very, very, that's a great nickname. I love it. I'm going to keep using it. But, you know, you have this media machine, and this is why independent media is so important. Actually, it's not only independent media. You, the individual, take agency, are the independent media. Because you have the ability to like a tweet, to engage with the tweet, to tweet something yourself. You can ridicule them with memes. Memes have to be true or else they don't have the common language. They don't have the common denominator. If they're not true, then you can't, you won't understand them. Right? And you ridicule them and they hate it. They hate it because they're the ones that they they used to be the ones the only ones that had a platform they're the only ones that could spat out things and now they have competition and that competition unfortunately for them is with people that don't aren't bought by special interests therefore they could tell the truth unfortunately for them so this is what it's all about this is about power it's not about the truth It's not about equity. It's not about equality. Bitcoin is the most equitable, equal money the world has ever seen. Their system is a proof-of-stake system. Their system is a system of hierarchy. They're the contillionaires. They're the people that are closest to the money spigot. And then there are all the peasants. And you dirty peasants, you cannot have gas stoves. No! How dare you? How dare you? We could fly private jets, we could have yachts, but you? Nah, 15-minute cities, baby. You walk. Oh, and by the way, if, uh, if you want to buy a, gla- a gas stove? Nah, man, you can't do that. CBDCs, oh, well, shut off your money. Nah, you, we don't like your opinion. So, when we say there's a future between Bitcoin or slavery, we, there is no exaggeration when we say that. We might be over the top, the way that we deliver that message. But that doesn't take away from the fact that that is true. We are heading into a future right now. It's a little bit obfuscated, the battle lines, where you, the individual, are going to have to pick and choose whether you want a a, a future of freedom, which is Bitcoin, or whether you want a future of slavery. And El Salvador has taken the first step. El Salvador is in the firing line because it has taken that decision. It has taken the decision to say, hey... There is a viable alternative to the current financial system. And not only is there a viable alternative, there is a better alternative. And that's exactly why they are attacking it the way they are. Anyways, uh, so let's read through some of these headlines, shall we? So first one by El Pais. Bitcoin's decline in value is a, quote, deadly blow for El Salvador. Next one by The Economist. El Salvador's Bitcoin experiment is not paying off next one by CNNBC el salvador's bitcoin experiment 60 million lost 375 million spent little to show so far the new york times a poor country made bitcoin a national currency the bet isn't paying off we have a spanish article by info bay it says la ventura the adventure bitcoin uh, the adventure of Nayib bukele and bitcoin could leave uh, El Salvador in risk of a default. Now, let's take a look at some of the numbers, right? Because if you were to take these headlines at face value, you would say, wow, this has been a fucking clusterfuck. This has been a disaster. This guy's absolutely crazy. He's lost his mind. He's a Bitcoin dictator. You know, he's a fascist. You know, he's a totalitarian, all these crazy things, right? You'd say all of those things, right? Let's take a look at the data. It sucks for them (laughs) that we're able to look at the data. This is why they hate the internet. This is why they want to censor the internet. This is is why. Because what happens is if you have individuals critically thinking, doing their own research, they can't control the narrative anymore. And it freaks them the F out. Now, imagine that. And now imagine millions of individuals not only critically thinking but also holding a money that can't be debased, can't be censored, and can't be easily confiscated. <laughs> you get why they hate this thing so bad. Anyways, um, so let's check out some of the data, shall we? And we've gone over this many times, but, you know, in, in, you know, in honor of uh, this recent, uh, these recent articles, we'll, we'll go through the data again. So El Salvador used to be one of the most violent countries in Central America. It had one of the highest murder rates. In the world. 2022, the murder rate, the homicides per 100,000 inhabitants was 7.8. This is down from an all time high in 2015 of 103. 2023, it's projected that the homicide rate per 100,000 individuals is 2.1. That is lower than some American cities. Naibu Naibukele and the Bitcoin experiment is saving lives. Anyways, so let's take a bit let's take a look at GDP growth. Since the Bitcoin law, you could say this is a coincidence. You could say this is a coincidence. Nico this is a coincidence. Well, fine. Maybe you could say it's a coincidence on its own, but here's the thing, right? I know what Bitcoin's done to my life. I know what Bitcoin's done to Opti's life. I know what Bitcoin's done to people that have migrated to a Bitcoin standard and what has, what has happened. Hope for a better future, prosperity, financial opportunity. El Salvador had record GDP growth, 10.3 percent gross domestic product in 2021, 10.3. That is a historical record. And this goes all the way back to 1966. Just to give you guys a frame of reference. So. What are they talking about? I have no idea. Anyways, um, well, I, we do have an idea. We've been talking about why they're saying this. Now, with the, one of the other narratives that they say is that Naim Bukele is a danger to democracy, right? And this, they love that. This is danger. Democracy is a danger. This guy's a tired, This guy's whatever. Let's take a look at his popularity right? And these are, it's taking a bunch of different polls, right? So we have 90%, 85%, 92%, 96%, 91%, 89%, 96%, 86%, 94%, 87%, 84%, 85%, 84%, 84, 91, 89, 87. You get the point. This guy's very, very popular. Now use common sense a little bit. Why is he popular? Well, uh, record GDP growth, uh, decreasing violence, um, maybe... Maybe, uh, maybe those are good reasons as to why he's popular. Like, wait a second. Isn't that the, 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 like the job of the person of the president? Like, isn't that the job prosperity? (laughs) Like, isn't that the, that's the whole point, right? Not for the people in Davos, not for the New York times, not for the economist. No, 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 no. It's not about prosperity for all as much as you'd like to say, that's your slogan, the United Nations. It's about power and control. And again, this isn't just just Nico saying, this isn't just simply Bitcoin saying this. You have Naeem Bukele saying this as well. There's a very famous article that Naeem Bukele wrote for Bitcoin Magazine. We've referenced it many, many times. The name of the article is Stop Drinking the Elites, Kool-Aid. Let's go through it, right? And there's this passage here that I think is the most powerful And I think it perfectly encompasses what it is we're talking about with the legacy media and why the legacy media is so hostile to not only El Salvador, but Bitcoin. The most most vocal detractors, the ones who are afraid and pressuring us to reverse our decision are the world's most powerful elites and the people who work for or benefit from them. They used to own everything, and in a way they still do. The media, the banks, the NGOs, the international organizations, and almost all the governments and corporations in the world. And with that, of course, they own the armies, the loans, the money supply, the credit ratings, the narrative, the propaganda, the factories, the food supply. They control international trade and international law. But their most powerful weapon is the control of the truth. And they're willing to fight, lie, smear, destroy, censor, confiscate, print, and do whatever it takes to maintain and, contr- and increase their control over the truth and everything and everyone. So this is what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. This is about the fight for freedom. But the awesome part Is that this isn't a kinetic war. We don't have to pick up rifles and storm buildings and, you know, war sucks. War is hell, right? This is a peaceful revolution. All you got to do, buy Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin, earn Bitcoin, take that Bitcoin, put it into self-custody, download an ethical Bitcoin wallet, like the blue wallet. Opti's going to name the rest. It's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. Wallet of Satoshi, Mun Moon. Get yourself a hardware wallet. Take self-custody. Jade, obviously, is one of our favorites, our sponsor. You know, you have Cold Card as well. You have Foundation also. You have so many good, treasure. You have so many good uh, companies making uh, hardware wallets for you to take self-custody. That's all we got to do. We want to defeat these monetary demons, the unproductive class, the high-level parasites. All you got to do... Is take your work, your energy, your time and put it into something that they can't debase and they can't confiscate easily. And then all of a sudden they're on a back foot. And let me tell you, they are on a back foot. They're freaking the F out. And that's why they're releasing these types of propaganda hit pieces that are not based on facts on the ground they're based on misrepresentations and spin in order to achieve a certain political goal but it's not going to work unfortunately for them the internet has given us the ability to communicate directly to each other i could i could talk directly to you guys from my home i don't have to go through them anymore And because of that, their ability to control, shift, manipulate the the narrative severely, it's, it's severely diminished. And every day, it loses more, they lose more and more and more power. The more they lie, the more they spin, the more they wake people up. And before you know it, they won't have anyone buying their stuff anymore. And in a generation, do you really believe... That the uh, 10, 20 years from now, the youth are going to be watching cable news to get their sources of information. Of course not. We're heading, we're heading into a radically new world, a different world. But the people in charge, the cantillionaire class, the people that sold out our future because they printed too much money, they're trying everything and anything to hold on to that power for as long as humanly possible. But it's slowing, it's slowly going through their hands. There's nothing they could do about it. But that doesn't mean they're, they're not going to put up a fight. And that this media bullshit, these lies that they're saying about Naimbu Kele, it's an attempt to do that. But the monopolies that they once had are quickly being disintermediated. And they don't have this advantage that they, they, they've enjoyed for decades and decades. Those crazy times we're living through, hunker down, take self-custody, run your own node, take part in this beautiful, peaceful revolution. The only thing you need to do, just take self-custody. If enough of us do it, we will win, and there's nothing they can do about it. Opti? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well... It's hard, it's hard to follow uh, a classic Nika Jones rant like that, but... Um, I love that you brought all those receipts to start off that bit. Um, as I was thinking while you were covering all those, like you can't trust any of those publications that you, that you named in the beginning of that bit. So, uh, you know, if, if, if you want to know who the enemy are of the corporate press, like who is actively working against you, then you can uh, rewind that and, and see what publications Nico named. Like you can't. Um, you can't trust those publications. And and I'm glad that you brought up uh the, the article that we reference all the time. You know, don't drink the elite's Kool-Aid, don't drink the unproductive classes Kool-Aid, because uh we we say it literally every day, and you read the perfect part where the only thing they have is the monopoly on truth, quote unquote on truth. So everything's a PR war. The only thing that they've been able to do for you know, for the longest time ever is control the narrative. And as we are a part of, as we are seeing as Bitcoiners, uh, that narrative is falling apart and there is seams in the narrative control. And this is why the importance of the Internet, the importance of all you guys out there is so important because we are actively in an information war, as I say. And we are continuously battling on that front. And the only thing they can really do is bombard you with so much noise that you forget what the signal is. And this is why it's important for everyone to put their – put their hat in the ring and continue to make more Bitcoin content, continue to push people towards the freedom tools that we talk about every single day. As we say, you know, all you got to do is take Bitcoin into self custody using blue wallet, green wallet, Sparrow, Spectre, cold card, seed signer, Jade. uh, What did I miss? Zeus, blue wallet. I think I said blue wallet, breeze moon. Like these are the wallets that you guys need to be using. You need to be saying it more often. We need to push toward people towards that. And as I've been saying for a while now, uh my my heuristic is if people aren't pushing uh their their followers into Bitcoin, cold storage into self-custody rather, uh then their incentives are suspect. And I might go on a little tangent here, at Nico, but I, again, I guess my, my I guess I'm on this tangent this week of countering all this legacy FUD. And I'm reminded of uh you said something about like uh Bukele being uh, an enemy to democracy and I read this article this last week in in that same Wait, wait, wait
2: I, I didn't say 9 Bukele
1: is an enemy of democracy No, I know you, so you, they you, are you saying they're saying it you read it. <laughs> they read it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You read them saying this and um, I read it in Bitcoin magazines the orange pill issue and it was uh beauty On's article the stage is now set to replace fiat and There's a point in there where, like, it's a big piece. I highly recommend you guys read it. It's on Bitcoin Magazine's uh, website. And there's a portion in there where he just thoroughly destroys democracy. And I, I think it's just fitting. I have a, I, I highlighted a, a, a sentence or so here so that we can continuously spread this signal. And he goes, democratic doesn't equal fair, proper, or right. It doesn't ensure just outcomes or restrain the state from committing mass murder. Democratically overproduced fiat is the fuel that powered the mass murder military industrial complex that ravaged the 20th century. And now with Bitcoin in place is the world money. Outrageous. Like this cannot happen again because there simply and literally is no money for it and to continue to double down what is democracy democracy is a coercive political system where people in a geographic I, I, area I, I, are I, I, hold on hold, hold on hold on I want to get it out Nico no, but no, on.
2: hold on hold on hold on a second I'm, hold on a second
1: I'm tired of them using democracy for them to uh run and hide Nico but go on uh, go on you go on
0: uh, dude I mean that's a dangerous path like so what is the alternative?
1: voluntary
0: voluntary system like bitcoin i think i would you know what i i would say this opti i would say this i would say that bitcoin fixes the incentives therefore i think a lot of like if if someone is if if someone is if someone is democratically elected right now their incentive is not to do good by the people their incentive is to get close to the money spigot Right. I think if you take away the ability for the state to print money, right, all of a sudden politicians, their only way of raising money is via direct taxation. And you're going to see politicians get elect, like get thrown out of office very quickly if they start raising taxes in order to fund an endless war. Right. I think that the money printer itself basically has misaligned incentives where politicians are working not for their constituents but in order to maintain power because if they maintain power they get access to the money printer if they get access to the money printer it funds whatever social program they want if they want to fund the, they want to fund an endless war in order to you know get some of the get some of those kickbacks from uh from the military industrial complex right from the defense industry right you know it's uh it, it, I think that's really what's wrong because what other political system are you suggesting, right? You have monarchy, you have, uh, you have dictatorship, you have democracy. Like, you know, I, 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 the, I, I always think of the Winston Churchill quote, right? Which is, you know, he, he, I'm totally paraphrasing here, but he said basically something along the lines of, I hate democracy, but it's the best system we have. Right. And I and I and I think I feel strongly about his statement, which is like, I'm not a fan, but I think compared to the other forms of government, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Right. I, I don't know what else. Like, think about it, bro. Like, Monarchy is a form of dictatorship. A dictatorship is a dictatorship. So, like, at least there is some type of say. I just think that the, the money printer just misaligned incentives.
1: Well, I was gonna say all that as well, but uh, yes, voluntary, uh, voluntary association between humans is the way forward. Uh, I really like this. Uh, that uh, who was it? Diogenes put. Uh, Democracy is a fifty-one percent attack. I'll just leave it at that. No, it a great conversation. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture.
2: The Daily Culture.
1: Uh, is, there, is there another ad that we're putting in here, or do I just go straight into it? I'm going straight into it. All right, guys. So, as I've been saying, I guess I'm on this... Uh because I'm on this hell-bent warpath to continuously counter legacy media fun and all the bad takes in regards to Bitcoin and Bitcoiners in general. And this one is one that really, it it really grinds my gears. Anyways, this article was dropped yesterday by Michael Goldstein, AKA Bitstein, on Twitter. And uh, if you don't know who he is, definitely go follow him. He, he's one of the goat Bitcoin content creators. And this article is awesome. It will be a, a little bit of reading, but, it's going to be a short little economic lessons, guys. Do not tune out. I know when I say e- uh, econ- economics class, you're like, oh, I don't want to do a class. But I think everyone should know this signal. Everyone's a speculator. All assets are speculative assets. So I'm going to get into this a little bit. And uh, there's a bunch of quotes and stuff. So the first one is by Ludwig von Mises and Human Action. A tendency prevails to make a sharp distinction between such purely speculative ventures and genuinely sound investment. The distinction is one of degree only. There's no such thing as a non-speculative investment. In a changing economy, action will always involve speculation. Investments may be good or bad, but they are always speculative. A radical change in conditions may render bad, even investments commonly considered perfectly safe. Again, this is like von Mises and Human Act. And as uh, Bitstein writes... And the reason I'm covering this is for this first paragraph in general. It is common for critics to call into question the economic rationality of Bitcoiners for accumulating and saving Bitcoin by claiming that Bitcoin is nothing but a speculative asset. The insinuation is that Bitcoin is worthless and derives value solely from a series of scams or games of greater fools. But such language betrays them as their aspersions reveal misunderstandings of basic economic thinking. The simple reality is all action is speculative action and all assets are speculative assets the question that must be addressed is not if but how we should speculate on bitcoin and this is something that i've i've noticed in myself anytime someone says oh bitcoiners are just speculating i i fundamental thought like wow they don't know basic economics but hey we'll get into it. If the future was purely predictable, there would be no need to make economic choices. There would be no ability for a choice to have an impact on the future because the future would already be predetermined. That humans act with the intent of affecting future conditions to their benefit implies a fundamental and inescapable uncertainty about the future. Uncertainty exists for two reasons. First, we don't know enough about natural phenomena such that we can predict all future natural conditions, and we likely never will. And second, human preferences are always in flux. People change their opinion. People change what they value and new knowledge and experiences shape their ideas about the best means to attain given ends or whether they want those certain ends. So understanding uncertainty requires differentiating it from risk. And in human action, Ludwig von Mises does this by explaining different types of probabilities that actors must deal with. And we're always dealing with insufficient knowledge to make definite claims about the future, but we are not always without any knowledge at all. And so I'm, over, I'm going to skip a little bit of this stuff, so if you really want to read this, bitscene.substack.com. Everyone's a speculator. I think everyone should read this, but... I'm going I'm to give you guys the meat. So human action is based on subjective and qualitative value rather than measurable quantitative data. It is thus impossible to calculate different probabilities of economic outcomes. We might be able to use factors such as past preferences to help make a judgment about the outcome of actions, but we can't use this to place calculable frequencies on the outcomes. And Mises uses an example of a football game. Past victories for one team might give us reason to believe that they will win again, but that does not guarantee a loss for the underdog in fact if this were the game would be boring and pointless most uncertainty that humans face deal with events that are unique to each individual circumstance and thus are not insurable we must use other means to deal with uncertainty and mises identifies three ways that we deal with uncertainty gambling engineering and speculation and there's a whole breakdown of the difference of these three things but when dealing with matters involving people's valuations of goods however humans must engage in speculation in the real world world acting man is faced with the fact that there are fellow men acting on their own behalf as he himself acts the necessity to adjust his actions to other people's actions make him a speculator for whom success and failure depend on his greater or lesser ability to understand the future every investment is a form of speculation there is in the course of human events no stability and consequently no safety preferences can change for any reason and they do change and a good that is valuable today might not be tomorrow or vice versa And actors deal with this by speculating. They buy or sell goods today based on how they believe conditions will be tomorrow. And that being said, these decisions are not made in a vacuum. Actors use their knowledge about the state of the market as it is, as well as knowledge about preferences, beliefs, past actions, et cetera, to make judgments about the future. And the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful investors are those who are most adept at routinely anticipating how people... In the future, while those who are unable to do so face losses and continually go out of business and uh, profits and loss actor in turn serve as learning opportunities, uncertainty and speculation then are at the root of the market process. It is incumbent upon all actors to learn how to respond to market signals. And this is why. We love the saying of Marty Bent, the unproductive class, the the talking heads out there. They 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 can say whatever they want from their high box, their their you know high stature, but they are in a different position than us because we have to listen to market signals. We have to inherently speculate on the uncertainty of the future, while they can just turn on the Monty printer and 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 fund whatever they want. But all assets are speculative assets and the future is always uncertain because there is no constant in human action speculation is unavoidable. all action is directed at improving future conditions but we can only speculate on what the future will hold and preferences change including our own what we want today or what we think we may want tomorrow we may not want when tomorrow actually comes that means strictly speaking every good that we buy and sell is a speculative asset so bitcoin is certainly a speculative asset but also So are pencils, cards, and ice cream. If you are speculating on an asset, and you always are, you're also speculating on other assets because the buying and selling of one good necessitates the opportunity cost of not buying or selling another good. So, while one person may speculate uh, on an asset after sophisticated deliberation, such as a Bitcoiner, another simply is uh, taking a hot tip off CNBC. Uh, They are both using knowledge of input factors that can affect the outcome of the event, but dealing with speculative assets is not the same as gambling. So, Everything is speculation, but since uncertainty is not predictable, there is no insurance for uncertainty. Instead, actors turn to a specific good, the most marketable good called money, and then it goes into a breakdown of money. But anyone who acquires money is speculating that acquired cash balances will be more valuable in the future than any present investment, and that purchasing power in the future will be at a satisfactory level can- Uh, Bitcoin may be a speculative asset, but so is the U.S. dollar. So given that everything is a speculative asset, including money, it is incumbent for us to examine speculative activity based on the knowledge and judgments being made to make the speculation rather than just shutting off our minds with linguistic thoughts, terminators. And this is what what, what I always say to people. Uh, I just had, I just read Bitstein's article, and obviously it is a higher level economics than what I usually say. But the way I say it is all of life is speculation. Every single day you're speculating on the future, you know, whether it's, uh, is this sentence going to relate well to my girlfriend? Am I going to walk out there and get hit by a car or whether I am holding Bitcoin? We are all uncertain about our future actions and we are just speculating on the best course of action. So all of life is speculation. So anytime someone else tells you, oh, Bitcoin is just speculation, you don't need to get into an economic debate with them. You can basically, you know, either have two thoughts in your mind, two thoughts in your mind. Either they are uh, completely uninformed and have no basic economic understanding, or they are trying to ensure that you don't get into Bitcoin and, you know, for lack of better terms, have an evil intent towards you. So continuously... Uh, go down the path that all of life is speculation. Everything you do, you're speculating on the future. You're trying to ease uncertainty in your future. You're trying to make your future life better. So anything that you are doing, whether it's an investment, whether it's just walking outside, whether, you know, anything, it's speculation. So if you hear other people out there on, on corporate press tell you that Bitcoin is just speculation, understand what they want. They don't want you to opt out of the madness. And so they're going to go down these these economic fallacies so that more people get gaslit. And so that, you know, the talking heads out there sound smart, but really they have no basic economic understanding because all of life is speculation and holding money has one reason. It's to eliminate uncertainty into the future. We're holding the most marketable good, which is money. And if you understand Bitcoin as we understand, then you are making a bet that more people will come to the shelling point that is Bitcoin. And we will ensure that the world has more freedom. I think this is a fundamental basic uh, thesis of mine that humans want freedom, humans seek freedom. And if you give them a choice of a better money, one that is designed to steal from you and one that isn't. They will make the best economic choice for themselves and their family and they will start holding Bitcoin. So the name of the game is just wake up people out there to the economic truth that is Bitcoin, that it is better way to hold and save and hedge uncertainty. Anyways, Nico, what's your thoughts on this? Do you Absolutely. get as mad as I do?
0: Dude, 100 percent. And like, look, money is subjective money. Uh, th- th- like not only is, is life speculative, right? There's no certainties in life. I think we've heard that thousand times or at least i have from my parents right it's also probabilities right and the fact is right that look look at you know the characteristics of bitcoin and you know the characteristics of fiat if you challenge the characteristics of fiat your discussion your 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 points your the things that you bring up don't get debated You get character attacked. It gets deflected. None of those things are actually brought up to the discussion. And it's including how the central bankers view Bitcoin as well, right? They see it as a, like, the state must control this. Trust must be enabled. Intermediaries must exist. And they're thinking in absolutes, right? Um, And and that, to me, tells me something right? If you're not willing to actually debate the thing, you're just willing to just shut down the conversation completely. And then Bitcoiners are constantly debating constantly like it's a constant thing, right? Like even we like, sometimes we even destroy each other in the process, like bigger blocks, no bigger blocks, bigger blocks, bigger blocks. And there's a fucking war, you know, and then one side won, one side lost, like, bro, like, you know, it's constantly being attacked. That's what Bitcoin is. It's designed to be attacked. Versus their system, it attacks it. You're like, mm, don't hurt me. Misinformation. There's no inflation. What are you talking about? You know, and then and then the things. It's like you're a danger to democracy. Like it's like n- none of it is actually debated. It's just shut down. And then they use the propaganda machine to say, you know, El Salvador dangerous, disguise a tyrant. This guy's a liar. It's an an absolute failure. And then you actually look at the receipts. It's all a lie. So then just kind of like use like just common sense. or just common sense. Just break it down. The side that is defending fiat and the current system, hypocritical, move the goalposts. When you challenge them to a debate, they call you names and they character attack you. And then they stand on moral authority, we are the central bank, therefore you have to trust us even though we have decades of lying to you, right? Like if I'm the Argentinian people and you're like, you gotta trust the peso, capital controls, capital, whatever, and it's like, bro, there's 95% inflation. Like, are you stupid? You know, and then the Bitcoiners are just like, look, cap supply, this thing is good, meant to go up forever, look at the performance the last 10 years, there's 21 million, hard to confiscate, hard to whatever, and you tell them that, they're like, that doesn't work, it has no value, it's speculative, it's like, motherfucker, the price is at $22,900, and five years ago, it was significantly less. What the fuck are you talking about? And then in five years from now, right? What's gonna happen then? What's the excuse? So this is why like, we've brought it up multiple times on, on Simply Bitcoin Live. Like the next having both Michael Saylor and Naeem Bukele are going to be vindicated. And there, it's getting to a point where the media is getting so desperate they have no excuses anymore. They've run out. They, they don't have anywhere to go, right? So it's going to be glorious to see. And I'm really excited because the, and Max Kaiser said it the other day, and I think he said it perfectly, right? The excuses themselves are suffering from fucking inflation, okay? The excuses have inflation, right? This is total clown world. We see it. And the elites are just like, did you guys see the video? Of of I'm I, I really recommend it. Go. There they do a, a singing thing in uh the World Economic for the Contillionaire Conference of twenty twenty three. And the like the lady is like the oh, final oh, fantasy oh. one. <laughs> like whispering in the fucking birds. People can't fucking afford food and pay for gas because of these fucking decisions these these people. And she's like singing like a bird into the microphone. Like what the fuck are you doing, bro? Singing
2: to the birds.
0: It's like, it's so <laughs> crazy. It's absurd. And then when you take agency and you're just like, yo, like I get your system. Cool, bro. I just don't want to be a part of it. I'm going to go into Bitcoin. They attack you. Right. There's the signal right there. There's a signal. The fact that it pisses them off so much and they're freaked out so much that you're opting out into a system that they can't control tells you everything you need to know. That's the signal right there. Beautiful article opti. I really enjoyed it. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the numbers. Show today is going to be running a little bit long.
3: The Daily Meme Review
0: Brought to you by KaboomRacks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is KaboomRacks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash KaboomRacks. Join their telegram group and start your mining journey today.
2: KaboomRacks. Let's we go. We got a request. We got a request. So... So you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about, okay? Here we go.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I think you need to do it as a... as a, uh, uh, You got it.
2: Okay, fine. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to make fun of anyone's... The scat I, man, scat woman. I'm not going to make fun of,
0: like, anyone's, arti- art, you know, art- artistry or whatever, they, the talents that they have. And, like, I'm not trying to bash on that. But what I'm trying to say is that those motherfuckers are the same people that are telling you that you have to use central bank digital currencies. And if you use a gas stove, you're going to destroy the planet. Right? Like, those are the same people that are telling you that, which is why I'm bringing it up. It's so crazy. It's absurd. It's nuts. It's It's absolutely insane. Right. So, yeah, man, look, not making fun of the singing. Everyone's got their own type of artistic and like whatever. And like, you know, all the power to you. If that's the type of music you like. Cool, bro. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Just leave me alone. They don't want to leave you alone. That's the
2: problem. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. This is your favorite portion of the show. Honestly, that was the first meme. Th- that was, that the, was meme. the first meme. That was, that was the first meme. meme. That was the meme. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh you already know. This is the meme review. Tweets of the bullets, memes to the artillery. We are in an information war and you guys are the frontline soldiers. So, continue to spread the memes, continue to ridicule the the Fiat Maxis out there. Bro,
3: just just,
0: (laughs) just cause you sing like that, just cause you fucking sing like that. Like, it's like, we sing like that. We're good people, we're morally virtue. Oh, nothing and be happy, motherfucker. Like, bro. Like, what the fuck? You can't have one and not the other. You can't have two. Like, it, just because you feel like you're morally virtuous and that you're a good person, it's like, look at, look at my singing. Whatever doesn't give you the right to coerce other people into your style of living, right? Like, it, it's, it's, it's Like, it's more. It's, 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 it's cheap moral virtue that you look behind the hood. It's hiring. It's, it's hiding tyranny. That's literally what it is. Right, it's 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 a facade behind the facade. It's fucking tyranny, bro. It's a lie. It's not based on truth, dude. Anyways, uh, bro, it's, <laughs> it's absurd, dude. People can't pay for gas. They can't afford shit. They can't afford for good. There's people starving, and the Contillionaire Conference. There's some lady bird singing. Like, fuck, man. You know, she's really good. Like, it sounded great, you know, but on its own, like, if you connect it with what it represents, it's totally absurd. It's it's just clown world. Clown yeah. world personified.
1: Yeah. Sh- shouts out to old school millennial. I had the same thought. It reminded me of the alien opera scene in uh, The Fifth Element. Yes. If you know, you know. Uh, go watch that movie again. This is where we are in the movie.
2: <laughs> all
0: right. Dude, all right all nothing right. wrong with the singing. <laughs> nothing wrong with the singing. It's just how it happened, where it happened. It Look. They, they, they fucked up the timing, okay? They fucked up the timing, okay? They're talking about CBDCs taking everyone's shit. You own nothing and whatever. They fucked up that timing, you know? Like, maybe if they played that at a Bitcoin con, I'd be like, yo, it's dope. That's dope. That's cool. That's <laughs> no, cool. That's no. really cool. Okay, okay, you know okay. what? All right.
3: All right. Taste your own. Taste your
1: This is a simply art review now. Simply art review. All right. All right. This first meme, or second meme, sorry, second meme Uh, by 21JCLP. There's no second best.
2: What's the second best? There is no
1: second best. We got Sailor over here with 500-pound dumbbells <laughs> <laughs> listening to Bitcoin podcasts with Bitcoin sunglasses going, there is no second best. And then we got the anti maxi down here. No, 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 a crying wojack because they understand or refuse to understand that. There is no second best. Okay, this next one, shouts at the Maxi's Club. Absolutely love these. Uh, I'm going to always use them when I find a good one. This one is number 285. Just look. And we got everyone's favorite alphabet, men. Just look at all these Bitcoin extremists. And look at all these Bitcoin extremists just at the Beef Initiative having a barbecue. Look, there's Becca there and, you know, us, the hot on not the space cat. And I think that's rusty. And we got yellow. All we're doing is trying to eat some good barbecue. Eat, eat Make sure we're nutritious and healthy. And hang out with our friends and have cool economic conversations and troll each other and make each other laugh. This next one, shout out to Rebold Age. Uh, this is my personal view right here as well. Uh, we got the old senile granny going, Bitcoin is still going to 12k! And we got the young caregiver, sure grandma, let's get you to bed. <laughs> Alright, this next one. Uh, this one is, this meme is by Propagandopolis. I don't know who that is. That's 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 not the point of this meme, uh, but you can see here we got uh, this this sign warning. Uh, this disc will give you hours of fun, and this disc could give you six months in prison if you pirate software. You are a thief. Thieves will be prosecuted. Piracy is theft. And the meme is, right here by Beauty on. It goes. this relates directly to Bitcoin. All the efforts of the state to stop Bitcoin will come to nothing. Future generations will look at the pathetic efforts of the state and its useful idiots and lol that anyone could be this stupid and so gotch as you can see in this poster. Uh, what do we say all the time? History doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. This next one, shouts out to Becca, or at aka BT BT Weekly Gossip. And uh, she goes, uh, year 2052, you can see the Bitcoin sunset in the background, and we got a very fit-looking, sexy woman with an extremely over beast man, and she goes, and he has .001 BTC. This is true love. There's still hope for all you bitcoiners out there <laughs> savage 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 okay okay uh my meme review score oh hold on it so again i i haven't gone through all my sticker packs yet but today's meme review score is this satoshi salt bay sticker <laughs> all right uh i said uh, usually i miss I, I always forget this drop your meme review score chat in 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 the meme review in the chat and we'll we'll review it live while Nico gets his trinkets out of his junk drawer.
2: Some orange pills. Ooh. they actually have a Bitcoin logo in Ooh. there? Wow. Yeah, I think I got this out of Max Kaiser event. This is not drugs it's on not, the it's show. Not, it's not drugs, okay? It's just orange <laughs> pills. It's just orange pills. They're uh, they're sweet tarts. they literally they're just orange pills. They do nothing. <laughs> sugar pills or something. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to give a shout out to our awesome clothing sponsor, representltd.com. Opti and I always wear the merch every single day. I'm wearing the camo. You guys
0: know I like the camo one. Opti's wearing the classic black. By the way, the Simply Bitcoin merch sold out. The the B17 hoodie sold out. The camo hoodie, I think there's still some left in large. You have to get yours while supplies last. Go to representltd.com. You can search simply Bitcoin, or you can click down below. Um, anyways, Opti, let's uh,
1: let's get to some of the meme scores, shall we? Let's go. We got Previn goes uh, El Salvador flag. I give those memes eight hundred million dollar reasons to stack more corn. Let's go. I think wait, that's
2: website. Uh, Plato website is off. Software release.
1: Uh, we're, we're doing the meme review scores. I know, oh, but dude, it's going to be it. a so, uh, software. Software.
2: We got we got some technical difficulties today. I forgot. I forgot. I'm like, we yo, got, you're we, trying to rush it. You're trying we, to rush it. We we, we, we
1: we got a we we got a prep.
2: I got Anyways, you. Um, I got you.
1: Okay, I will get the. I got the. I got the scores. All right, we got the P Man Van. He goes. I give these memes a catfight between Christine and Janet for Opti's undying devotion. Oh! <laughs> that that joke's never gonna die. Undying devotion. Yeah, that might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Max Trotter. I give those memes four fine fresh fried fish for you. Okay, sounds delicious. I am starving. All right, this next one. Elaine, shouts out to you. She goes, I give those memes Bitcoin. Maxie's laughter at the idi- idiocracy at Davos. Yes, this is the way. All right, this next one is Jay semina J-Semina. Jay I give Jasmina.
2: those memes. what is it? Semina. Semina?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I give those memes a bowl of coleslaw. Oh man, I want. I want some barbecue. You're making me want barbecue now. Anyways, the next one, global nonsense. I give these memes thirty-two thousand dollars for one ETH gas fee. Oof, wrecked. Absolutely wrecked. This next one, Frank Arn. I give these memes one Nico finally not calling it legacy or mainstream, but instead calling it corporate press. Let's go. Let's go. We got time for two more Opti. Okay. The score by Igor or Igor goes, the score is shrinkflation. And let's see. Last one. Last one. Uh, BTC Berg. Have that sticker on my bumper. It's
2: not a score, but okay. I think that's a score. Anyways, oh everybody. wait, no, oh oh oh, he
1: has this sticker
2: on his bumper. Oh oh oh. Anyways, everybody, check out Simply Bitcoin's Telegram group. It's a party
0: in there. Go to www.t.me/simplybitcointv. There's almost there's more than 700 people in there. Also, the written version of the show. Shout out to our awesome writers: Rustin, Weinikis, Zach, Paul. We just got a macro guy joining Simply Bitcoin, baby. Uh, so definitely wanna don't want to miss Simply Bitcoin's blog. We get Zumo, them all. Yeah.
2: Oof. That, dude, there's so many. There's so I many. Know. Shout I, out to I, all you guys. I have, to, I have to make a list. Um, so guys, definitely check out simplybitcoin.news. You don't want to miss the written version
0: of this show. Pure hot signal. Anyways, everybody, let's uh let's get to the software release. Let's do it.
2: Bitcoin software release.
0: Brought to you by Cypher Safe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Grid by Cypher Safe. And now check out their new Bitcoin art, the Bitcoin Rulux Triangle, only on CypherSafe.io.
1: All right, guys. So today's software release is Zeus, and it is version 0.7.2 beta 1. And the highlights of this release is uh, you can receive via NFC. Payment settings allow the user to change their default fee limit. Let's go. LNURL authority support for LND Hub and add ability to get rate suggestions from mempool.space when closing a channel. And you can see there's a few things that change. But shouts out to Evan and the crew out there over in Zeus, uh, with the update, one of I think one of the best best Lightning wallets. If you have a node that you can connect to yourself, definitely definitely use Zeus. And of course, if you like the show and you want to uh, hear the audio only form, we are on Anchor, we are on Spotify, we're on Apple, and we are a part of the Fou- or the value for value economy on Fountain. I will get your comments, your streams on the Friday show. So, you know, continue to clip us, continue to send us some comments. We appreciate all the support. It means a lot to us. And, uh, you know, just just help spread the signal. It doesn't have to be us. Just help spread that Bitcoin-only signal so that more people can wake up to what is going on in front of their face. Absolutely. Amen to that. Alright guys, thank you so much for joining us. Another episode of Simply Bitcoin
0: Live. Sorry we ran a little bit late today. Had some technical difficulties. Restream wasn't playing the video so we had to do it manually. Anyways, we love you all. If you enjoyed the content, make sure to subscribe if you feel like we provided you value. Make sure to hit that like button. Share this video. In fact, share all Bitcoin content. Get the bitcoin signal out there the party continues for another half an hour on twitter spaces it's a co-hosted space with our friends over at swan bitcoin best place to stack sats built by bitcoiners for bitcoiners shout out producer jacob for also holding it down as well love you all thank you so much for joining us today and we will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of simply bitcoin
2: live